Afternoon. I hope you're all doing well. Today we're learning Maseches Kiddush and Daf Samech, and we're starting about 20 lines up or so from the bottom on uh, Nun Tesimid Beis. Let's get started at the two dots there. Mikudeshes Lasheni. We had said that. Remember the cases we discussed that Asa Masha Asa Aswelas That if I say, please go help me get married to person X, and you instead get married to person X, even though you were sent on my behalf. The Gemara says that you're she, that she's mikudeshes the sheni. That if I sent you, she's married to you, but um, what you did was not yashar. So the Gemara picks up with mikudeshes the sheni. Amarav mikudeshes the sheni leolam that they're married forever, namely that it's a full kedushin. Ushmol amar mikudeshes the sheni adlam and yom. No, the, the kedushin is only chal up to day thirty, but it's not chal any longer than that. And once we get to after the 30th day, the Kedushin that was supposed to be from the first person is Chal, because that was what the Mishnah had said. So there, under those circumstances, the Kedushin would be would be Mufka from the second person. And then she'd be married seemingly automatically back to the first person, which is a little bit of an odd construct. The Gemara says, This was hard for them, for him to understand. But my Paka. How do you got to you got to end the kedushin? And what do you mean? It just happens automatically. This is difficult. So I'm of Yosef Mar Aresha Masnila Mar, the person who presented this Rav understood this machlokes. Well, it's not really Rav. The the Gemara presents Rav and Shmuel discussing the first case, but that's maybe not the case. Rabbi Yehuda, perhaps, but Rabbi Yehuda who presented doesn't even say his name. Rabbi Yehuda says Asefa Masnila Velokashile. Rabbi Yehuda was of the opinion <laughs> that this machlokes. Rabin Shmuel is not talking about the first case. What's the case we're talking about? But rather, this more complex language that was found in our Mishnah that we learned yesterday at the end of the Mishnah, that if a person said, in a case like that, that's where we have Machlokas Rabin Shmuel. In that case, she's uh, stuck in a state of uh, of confusion. She's married, but she's not. And she's only in the suffix status until Lamadyom. And after 30 days hits, the condition of the second person is uprooted. This is a little bit easier to understand because here it wasn't a proper condition. We were besuffic if there was a condition. It wasn't like a regular condition. According to the first approach of the Gemara, where we presented the Machlokas, we assumed there it was Ravid said that it's Kedushin Olam that they're Mamish Mekudesh is proper. So here we're not saying that. Here we're saying that the whole thing is a suffix. We're not sure if her Kedushin was Chal. In a case like that, then we allow for the Havkos Kedushin of the second person to dissolve on the 30th day, and then she will in fact be married to person number one. Let's get into the lambdas, 10 lines from the bottom. The Rav Mesafkale itna havoi ichazor havoi. According to Rav, when he said, we don't know if they, if it's a tnai the 30 days or if it's a chazara, then maybe by day 30, I'm going to want to unmarry you. We don't know what his intent was. Um, so the Rav Mesafkale itna havoi ichazor havoi. Shmuel. But according to Shmuel, pshitale the tnai havoi, he says that it's actually pasha, that it's a tnai. And therefore, because it's a Tanai Kedushin, once day 30 hits, then that mar- that marriage of the woman to man number one is put into place, and the Suffolk Kedushin between uh, man number two and the woman is removed. And perhaps, says the Gemara, this is connected to the following Machlokas. <clears throat> if a person wants to institute a get, and he does so with the language of today and after Misa, with the Nafkamina being Yibu, right? If she dies, 
if, if they're divorced before he dies, divorce doesn't lead to Yibam, but death does lead to Yibam. So what's the din over here? Get ve'en get They hold it. It's half seas. We're not really sure if they're divorced. It's a language of Suffolk. If a person says, it's a language of Suffolk, according to the Chachamim. Rav Omer, get. No, this is Mama Shaget. She's divorced. No Yibam. Rav, Rav says, and perhaps Rav, where we had said a few lines ago, where he was mikudeshes ve'ena mikudeshes, in the case of yom. So there, maybe Rav holds like the Rabban who were besafik, and the name of perhaps we can say Shmuel halacha. The name of we should perhaps say that Shmuel is halacha kerebi that he holds like Rebbe. The shitas do seem to align. So says the Gemara. The Gemara hints to this question: If we have a brisa that's reflecting the same exact shitas in Rav and Shmuel. Why, why do we have Rav and Shmuel? Rav and Shmuel shouldn't be teaching us things that are extraneous. Rav and Shmuel should be qualifying, adding things, whatever the role of an Amora is, which is to learn a Mishnah, to learn sources in the Tanaim and qualify. But here, why do we need them at all? Sazag the Gemara follows seven lines from the bottom Tzricha. We needed the Shitas of Rav and Shmuel to be articulated in the case of Me'achshav Ula'achar Shloshim Yom. Why is that? Tzricha di'ilu amar Rav halacha kerabonon. If we would have said that Rav would hold like the Rabbanon, so Avamina, that's only Hasam de la because the Shita of the Rabbanon was found in a case of divorce where the goal was to distance the husband from the wife of Al Hacha. But in the case that we were dealing with, with Rab and Shmuel of Me'achshabullah Soshimo, which was a case of Kedushin, Hacha de la Krova Kasi, Emamodele the Shmuel, that's not, that's not. Perhaps you'd say that the that case is different and that really we hold like Shmuel. Maybe there would be no Machlokas. And at the same time, if we would have said that Shmuel holds like Rebbe, that's only because there's no there, there's no such thing as a get la But in our case, the case which was presented, there because there is kedushin after thirty days, then perhaps Shmuel in that case would have agreed to Rav that we need to have both the case of Rav and Shmuel as well as the brisa that preceded them. According to the Shita of Rav, who in regards to Kedushin had said, she's in a status of suffix, two lines from the bottom, then the following uh, three layered cake would be true. Man number one goes over to a woman and says, oh, you're hereby married to me from right now, once we get to day 30. This is going to be a somewhat of a brain teaser. And then another man goes up to her and says, and we'll be married by day 20. And then top of so then the Gemara says, only in regards to the first case and the last, the man who said 30 days and the man who said 10 days do we need to get. But So this is what is an inference. Again, we don't really have time to develop this properly, but the this is an inference from the Shita of Rav who held Mekudeshas. And the Gemara now on the top of Samach five lines down, four lines down, explains the Shita of Rav. Man of Shach. If Ra was of the opinion that it really was a Tanai, then if it's a Tanai, then only the first person's Kiddushin would be valid because he's going to be the end of the story. So then that person, the first person, would be the only one that she'd be married to. If it was condition, uh, if, if it was a recanting of the Kiddushin, then then only the last one would be Kiddushin and none of the others. And therefore, that must be the Shita of Rav, an extension. Abaye extends the Shita of Rav. Excuse me.
The Gemara then says, Pshita, that should be fairly obvious. The reason why we had to be mechadesh this, what was Abaye doing by extending the sheet of Rav? He was teaching us that we might have thought that it was mashma to know mashma chazara, that perhaps Rav was of the opinion that we're choshesh, that it's both a tnaim and a chazara. And without Abaye, we might have thought that in a case like this, we would need to get from all three people. The one who said, That's not true. We've seen two shitas. We've seen Rav and Shmuel. The Gemara now introduces a third shita, 10 lines down on Samachamadal. No. Everyone, everyone would have a tfisas kedushin. Let's say we had the three cases up top, and Rav said in such a case, we would say that uh, only the first and third need to get. No, if there's 100 people in a row who do the same thing, one says 30 days, one says 29 days, one says 28 days, one says 20, they're all going to be kedushin ischal to some degree, and they all need to get. And that's why Rav Yochanan was of the opinion, so now we have to figure out the shita of Rav Yochanan. Why does he say that everyone has a chalos kedushin? We explained according to Rav, why we thought that the first and third needed one. One would be uh, the, uh, the approach of Chazara. The other would be a, the approach of a Tanai. So what about um, Rav Yochanan? So says the Gemara, a quarter of the way down, Amar Rav Meshar Shebrei, the Rav Ami, the Rav Asi, Azberlach, Taima, the Rav Yochanan. He said, I, I understand the reason of Rav Yochanan. Shavu nafshayu kishraga delivni. The, <laughs> the husband let's say the first husband who said, he made himself like a stack of bricks. This is a mashal. We know that if you have a case scenario, you have a couple of bricks, right? We have two bricks next to you. Here's one brick and here's another brick. The brick that goes on top is in between the two. So here's one brick and then the bricks underneath are staggered. The way you see bricks on our homes, it's a safer way to build them. The walls are less likely to fall. So the Gemara says that when you put that one brick in the, on top of two bricks, there's space on the sides. It's just a mashal hedyot. And what the Gemara means to say is that when the guy said 30 days, he left some space for other people. So what does that therefore mean? So he therefore says that it therefore is really the case that all the Kedushans in that space, the 30 days, however many days he left, that makes that Kedushan actually chal. That's the sheet of Rav Yochanan with a mashal hedyot. Asks the Gemara, Nisht Pasha, the sheet of Rav Yochanan is not so simple. Masi Rav we have a case in regards to Gittin that if a man says you are divorced hereby from today or after my death, you're you're half divorced. We're unsure. There's a suffix about your divorce status. And if he dies, so what does that mean? If we do chalitza and not yibum, well, when do you do yibum? You do yibum when the husband dies. So here we're not sure if the get was in fact chal. If the get was chal, there's no yibum. If the get wasn't chal and he died, then it should be Chalitza. If the get wasn't chal, then yeah, it should be chalitza. That's true. One more time. If the get is not chal, so that means that there's death and there should be yibum in that case. We So the Gemara says, This fits nicely with Rav, because Rav was of the opinion on the previous page, page of Mekudeshes, Veinu Mekudeshes. The Shmuel Nami, we could also explain this b'risa according to Shmuel Hamani, who is this shita like Rabbanon, Hivana Da'amrekei Rebbe, like the like the Machlokes and the b'risa we saw on the bottom by Gittin, that Rebbe held one way, the Rabbanon held another, and really Shmuel holds like Rebbe, but this b'risa, the one that was quoted just a couple lines ago in the name of Rev Hanina was really another shita. It was the shita of the Rabbana. Elo the Rabbi Yochanan Dharma Shiurahave called Gita the Meshayer Bavaluklumhu Yivum Emiyabe. Should according to Rav Yochanan, this should mamish be a full get, just like you're saying it's a full kedushin. You should also say it's a full get. We know that a get is made for divorce and death also ends up uh, ending their marriage. Masha Shir beget Gemara told me so. Whatever's left over of the get. 
the Gemara says, this is Rabbi Yochanan Svara. Death will complete it. So says the Gemara, that's ridiculous. How are you comparing kitten to Misa? After all, you can't put get and uh, and Misa in the same sense. Get is supposed to take a person out of the Rishus of a Yavam. Misa is supposed to enter a person into a, the Rishus of a Yavam. It must be awesome time. What's the reason why we say in that brisa? Because of a different language, the reason why we're concerned about mehayomula acharmisa and we say chalitza is allowed and not yibum is because of a similar case of mehayomi mesi harezeket. Says the Gemara, that's great, but if that's true, last of the short lines on Perhaps we should have a two-directional concern in regards to the case of Mehayom Mesi. We should have said that we should do chalitza because that case has also clearly interchangeable with mehayomula acharmisa. Should be two-directional. No, in that case, in the case of Me'ayomi Mesi, once you say that there's Chalitza, then that's enough to say that there's Yibum. We would have made that same concern to say, So it says the Gemara, okay, great. So in such a case, we should say, It's only a Dindar And therefore the Gemara um, concludes in regards to the concern of the Gemara. That brings us to a new Mishnah. Uh, we're going to be learning today until the next Mishnah, which is 10 lines or so from the bottom of Sam Muhammad Bey's. I have a short amount of time left, so I'm going to be moving uh, fairly quickly. Let's get started with the new Mishnah, two-thirds of the way down. The Mishnah reads, says, We'll hereby marry. We'll, we will hereby be married if I give you two hundred zoos. And they're married, and he has to give her the money. We're going to analyze what the words "huyitein" means. Doesn't mean that they're not married until the money comes in. Doesn't mean that they're married uh, immediately. We'll discuss that later. If a person says on condition that I give you the money within thirty days, so if it just depends on whether or not you fulfill the condition. Then the three lines before the end of the Mishnah, on condition that I have 200 Zeus, it's only true if he actually has 200 Zeus. says the, the closing case of the Mishnah, it's only going to be the case that uh, if, he, if he says on, on the condition that I have 200 Zeus, they're married, but provided that he had, um, and if he was a money changer and he said, oh, come look into the gospel mind, you'll see that I have so much money. So that's not a right because they loved Afka that that's his money. Let's start the Gemara, 10 lines from the bottom of the page. The Gemara says, The first approach that's discussed is that uh, they're married right now. He just has to give the money at a later point. That's the Shita of Rehuna, but they're already married. Rav Yehuda Amar Licha Sheyitein. No, they're only married once the money is transferred. Says the Gemara, Rav Huna Amar Buhu Yitein. Tano have it's a condition. He's going to fulfill the condition. All is well and good. As long as he fulfills it down the road, at some point, they're going to be married back to this moment. It's only when the money's actually given. Until the money's given over, you're not married. The condition needs to be fulfilled first. It can't be fulfilled in theory. It has to be fulfilled in practice. The difference between them is what if during the time, let's say he said, I ran the Kudesh on the condition that I give you 200 Jews in 30 days. So yeah, according to one shita, the Gemara says that um, they're married right away. One shita says they're not married right away, only when he gives the money. The Gemara says the difference would be a case where she accepted Kedushin from another man. The Rabuna who said that they were already married on the day of his verbal commitment to her, 
Lo kedushay because she's already married. The Rehuda who said that the verbal commitment wasn't uh, the makib patish of the marriage, and we have to wait until the money actually changes hands. That in such a case, habu kedushay, then the marriage, the proposal to the new guy is going to work because he's not married. To, she's not yet married to the first guy. And with Nami, we have a very similar case. We're going to ask why this is true, but we have a very similar machlokas in regards to Gabe Gittin. Kiai Gavna, same thing. Four lines from the bottom. Omer li isha man says to him, azegitech almanas, shetisni li mosayim zuz. That's a conditional get. Uh, as long as you give me 200 zuz, the din is harezo negu reshes vihititain. Then uh, we're going to be, you're going to be divorced as long, and, and the money has to be given. We have to figure out what this word vihititain means as well, and it's going to see, be the same machlokas. It's my three, three lines from the bottom. The Gemara says, "If Huna Amar don't worry, they're divorced now. Even if he gives the money at a later point, and Rabbi Huda Amar they're only divorced once the money is given. and as long as you dare do it at some point, no problem. You'll be divorced. Rabbi Huda Amar who the habigat only when the money has transferred over but for the moment it's actually not considered to be a get so the machlokas exists both by kedushin and in regards to gittin so now the gemara is going to know my well, uh, first of all what's the difference between the by gittin so the gemara says the difference is if the get was torn or if the get was lost in the meantime between the time he said uh, whatever the language is, if you're going to be divorced, if I give you 200 zoos, if we say the money has to change hands first, so then they're not divorced yet. And if the document was ruined, then they won't ever be divorced because the get was ruined. And each of them according to their own sheets. So now the Gemara is bothered. Why is it that we have this exact case scenario, the same machlokas between them, both by Kiddushin and by Gerushin? The Gemara says, If we only had the machlokas of Huna and Perhaps the only reason that Rav Huna held the way that he held was because it was that they're trying to get married. But when they're trying to when they're trying to get divorced, they're trying to distance themselves from one another. Perhaps Rav Huna would agree to Rav Yehuda. And the flip is also so true. If you only had the case of Kedushin, of Gerushin, if we only had the Machlokas between Rav Yehuda and Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda by Gerushin, um, is because uh, there's no embarrassment in regards to divorce to ask for money. They're angry at each other. I, uh, that's every case of mediation and divorce. Give me every penny that you have. She's uncomfortable to say that I want more money. That's not, it's a low naive. On the condition I give you $200 and like, I, you know, you gave me $175. i am going to ask you, but it's awkward to ask for the $25. So we needed to have all of these cases because otherwise... It would have been unclear. Therefore, the Gemara goes out of its way to show us a machlokas Rav Huna and Rav Yehuda, both in regards to Kedushin and in regards to Gersh. 10, 12 lines down, Samachamid Beis. We're heading down to the Mishnah. The Gemara says, as follows, Meis, where we have a kasha. If a man says that there's a conditional get on the condition that you give me 200 zoos, and then at a later point, the get was torn. And uh, while that's true, that she still shouldn't get married until the money is given over. But Lamaisa, she's Megureshes. So that's a big kasha. Why? What does that show us? That shows us that they're divorced, which means that the condition could happen even at a later point. Rav Huna wanted to say, Rav Huna was of the opinion, if we look back on the bottom of Samech Hamad Aleph, Rav Huna was of the opinion that it's a tonight can happen down the road. And Rav Yehuda said it's only once it's actually given over. 
It's not once it's actually actually given over according to this Gemara. According to this Gemara, that's a big problem. So that's a kasha on the, on the sheets of Rabbi Yehuda. And, and not only that, ve'od, a quarter of the way down, tiny wave of b'raisa, amar la, reza gite chamanash, shatis nili mosayim zuzumais, nasna ains kukaliyavam. If the money was given, then uh, she won't have to be given to a yavama, a yavam, because they're halachically divorced. And a woman who's divorced doesn't go to a yavam, only a woman who dies childless, a woman whose husband died while she's childless. And below nas, if the money wasn't given over, is a kukaliyavam. If the money wasn't given over, there was no divorce, and then his death is a regular death. And if she has no children from him, then Zakuka Liyavam, she has to marry his brother. So says the Gemara, that's only the Tanakhama, that it can be given over, the money can be given over uh, to others. Okay, so here the Gemara says as follows, According to some, the, the money could only be given over to a Yorish. But the Kule Alma, both of these shittas in the Brisa seem to hold me to not have it. You have to do Rabbi Huda. This is a rejection of Rabbi Huda. Wanted to say that when a person puts a condition in, we don't have to wait till the money actually transfers hands. We can say that they're going to be Asura, that they're going to be Megureshes even before the money transfers hands. Kasha against Rabbi Huda. The Gemara says, Amalach Rabbi Huda, no, no problem. How money that? That Brisa is only going to shit of Rabbi. Rabbi, he do Amara, do Amar, Rav Huna, Amar Rabbi. We learned this in a, in a previous Masechta. Uh, I, sh- I should say, we learned that earlier in this Masechta, person says, Al-Manas, they don't mean it as a tonight, they mean from this very moment. That's really what it means. The rabbis disagree with the Shita of Rebbe. Rebbe says, Al-Manas is Me'achshav. The Rabbanon don't. The Rabbanon say that Al-Manas does not mean Me'achshav. Al-Manas is a proper tonight. And that's why Rebbe Huda says that when you make a tonight, you have to wait till the tonight is fulfilled. Masha'enken, according to Rebbe Huna and according to Rebbe, well, the tonight is enough. Uh, just, just saying Al-Manas is enough because that is the same thing as saying Me'achshav. <laughs> that ends this little sugya, but now we're going to dig into that last line that we just saw. We're just about halfway down on Samech Hamid Beis. The Gemara continues as follows. Gufa. We're going to analyze that line that anyone who says Almanas, uh, it's as if you say right now, it's not really a condition. You're just saying, I want to be divorced from right now or married, whatever the condition is. I'm Rabzei Raki Avin and Bavel when we were in Bavel. Hava Amrin on Hadam Ravuna Amarebi. Kol Omra Manaska Omra Meachshav Dami. When we were in Bavel, we used to say that there was Taka Machlokas about this, about whether or not Almanas was considered to be Meachshav or if it was a functional tonight. However, when I got to Eretz Yisrael, then Ashkachte the Ravasi, so I met Ravasi, the Yossi Vukarmel Mishmed Rav Yochanan, he was quoting Rav Yochanan, who said, I call Modim, Beomer Almanas, Kaomer Meachshav Dami. Everybody agrees there is no Machlokas. Everybody agrees in Eretz Yisrael. In Bavel, there was a Machlokas about Almanas. Is Almanas Meachshav or is Almanas tonight? But Lachor in Eretz Yisrael, there was no Machlokas about Almanas. Almanas was nothing. It was all Meachshav. Almanas was not a tonight. It was never a tonight. It's basically just saying that I want this to happen right now. The only time that there was a machlokas was about la'achar misa. Where do we see this? So that's where they have a machlokas. But almanas, according to everybody, like in Eretz Yisrael, is going to be that almanas is me'achshav. What about Rabbi Yehuda? You had a different shita. Say, why is it that uh, if they're arguing in one, they should be arguing in the other? So says the Gemara, why don't we bring the case of Ula Misa? 
That case is also a good case. Why are we only talking about the case of Almanas? Not we should bring Lachar Misa too. Says the Gemara Lodecha Kocho the Rebbe to teach us the power of Rebbe's Shita. Um, because Rebbe was of the opinion that Kozeget, that even if a person said Miyamul Achar Misa, that's going to be Kozeget. Says the Gemara, Miyamul Achar Misa, Nami Harezeget. Beniflog Balmanas, Lodecha Kocho de Rabbanon. Maybe we should talk about the case of Almanas, because that shows us the Koach of the Rabbanon, that the Rabbanon held that, held that Almanas was uh, was a Tanai. Says the Gemara, Koach de Tero Adif. Rebbe's Psak is bigger, because it gave us a bigger matir, and we always like to learn from the more Mechudash case. Koach de Tero Adif. Two more, three more small, tiny little pieces of Gemara, where 15 lines from the bottom, second line, but second last of the short lines on Samech Amibes, the Gemara says, Almanas she'etein l'chamikan until a later date, Pshita. Says the Gemara, Ma'udatema lavtana hu l'zuzekamer. If a person says that I'm going to give you money up until thirty days, whatever the details are in the Mishnah, so maybe that's uh, why do we have to teach this case? Because I might have thought that it's not a tonight. It's just to l'zarzekamer, just uh, just a chapra. It's a hyperbole. I'm just I'm going to give you a thousand dollars if we don't get married by Tuesday. You didn't mean a thousand dollars. Says the Gemara, Yes, you did. Kamashmulan. Those words that come out of your mouth are meaningful words, and therefore. Uh, the the amount of time that you stipulated in the Mishnah is real in regards to the Kiddushin. First of the middle width lines, Amenashi Yeshli Masayim Zuz, on condition that I have Masayim Zuz, says the Gemara, Benechu Shema Yeshlo. We should be very concerned that he, in fact, he has. We have a Brisa like that. So says the Gemara, uh, how do we understand the fact that we should be concerned about this? Uh, the Gemara says, It depends what our concerns are. If we want Kedushe Vada, we need a greater level of Biru. If you want to have Kedushe Safek, we need no level of Biru because somebody who says that, we don't have to check their bank account. I can fear that he has that much money. Lemaisa, if we look in the Rishonim, I didn't. I'm just saying in theory, if you have a billionaire, so maybe by him there's no Chashash. Depends. Okay, let's just learn these last two little sugyas. On condition that I show you 200 Zeus. Of course, he's obviously only talking about showing his own money. What's the value in showing anybody else's money? And last but not least, that if I if I work at a gospel mat and I have tens of thousands of dollars behind the thick bulletproof glass, so Lemaisa, um, that money is Pasha, not mine. So why would there be a Havamina? Why would the Mishnah even bother teaching a din that if I'm a Shulchani, that I'm a, I'm a money changer? Why would we even think that that counts as me showing the money that I said, I read Mikudeshasli with the 200 zoos that I have? It's not your money. So says the Gemara, yeah, not necessarily. Pshita, we should ask, why Why should the Mishnah bother teaching? Because some of that money will come home with him because he makes a percentage of, let's say, he makes 10% of all the money he brings in. So 10% of the money that's in there says, Afal Pekin says the Gemara, because he's a Shulchani, that's not enough. We'll stop right here at this Mishnah, pick up Emir Hashem tomorrow morning. Wishing you all a beautiful night.